podcasting live from Virginia, Williamsburg, the colonial capital from my boudoir. It's me and Emma. Ella is in the other room. Emma, I'm her pillow. So here I am. That's right. Flat on my back. I am a little pissy. I am. But (laughs) I had a revelation. I did get up. Oh, that song, One in a Million, One in a Million You by Larry Graham. That's it. One in a million. Yeah. Oh, what a revelation. I'm sorry. These things, when I hear a word and then it reminds me of a song, I kind of go into that song. Name that tune. I could have probably been great at that show. Not really. Every time you need to know something really fast and quickly, it never pops up for me. It's just like, you know, somebody insults me, that comeback (laughs) just doesn't come back fast enough. But I tell you, two years later, I will have a good one for you. Patience perspective. Remember that this is just what I'm going through. And I think I've kind of had a a, a little eye opener, a revelation here. I am back to not being able to stand up. Now, when this started happening, uh, I guess, what, 2000, uh, 2011 is when I started noticing the neuropathy issues. 2012, I was diagnosed. And then from that point on, I would have months at a time where I couldn't lie flat. Then I couldn't sit up. I couldn't stand. It was really weird. And it was all due to nerve pain. Well, now I have pain after I've been standing up for a little bit. And I have pain just kind of lying in bed with where my leg is touching the bed. I am not able to stand up and really do anything. And I keep thinking it's that fascial adhesion on my right side that is making me feel all bound and tight. And I just can't get comfortable. I haven't done anything. I got up. Uh, my husband luckily didn't have to go to work this morning first thing. He did have to go to work and now I've got to figure out how I'm going to get my son. But we all know when it comes to my son, it will happen. <laughs> I will make it work. I will go get my child. But I've got an hour to figure out how in the heck I'm going to get him. I was able to take a shower my while my husband was here. I was like, okay, if I can... Take pain medication, maybe get, I don't know, get in the shower before it kind of comes in and takes effect and then hurry and get out and rest until I have to go get them. I should be okay. I washed my hair the first time. I don't know about y'all, but I don't wash my hair every single day. I mean, it's just not possible. But with the Brazilian blowout, you hear dries faster and I don't have to do much to it and I figured it was time and my husband changed my sheet and all for me on the bed because I'm in the bed so much so anyway (laughs) after telling you all that my dirty hair my my dirty bed but I can't stand up and really do anything and my mind isn't allowing me to do much I got up Made sure my son's backpack was ready for work and demo team and had his nunchucks. <laughs> yes, 
packed my son's nunchucks in his backpack with some water and a sweat towel and for him to go to work. Yes, my son takes nunchucks. And uh, he's in Taekwondo. And so I immediately had to lie back down. And my husband came home with my drink and a sweet, you know, glazed like little donut came back. It was all nice and heated. And I just looked at him and I said, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't hold it. I don't, I can't stomach it. The thought of it, I just, please, I'm so sorry. And I feel so badly because what a good man. (laughs) He went and got me a beverage and a little breakfast nugget thing and it just breakfast nugget. Yes, I just made that up. And I I couldn't do it. And I just was lying in bed and I was kind of asleep, but I wasn't asleep. My eyes were closed. I didn't I, I didn't want to look at my phone, but I knew I needed to look at my phone because I had to, you know, you know, I I do a personal welcome note. Sometimes I think people are joining the groups just to see <laughs> if if I'm, you know, if if I if I don't tire doing the welcome notes, we've had a lot of people joining lately, and it, it's I figure oh it's just a joke on me, but no I think it's because this illness is starting to become more more apparent now. Uh, I was just talking with a woman that I befriended through a certain situation, and uh, I just I don't want to give it up because you know eventually you know I I may be inter- you know maybe interviewing her and. I don't want to give away information because it divulges where she works and things like that. If I tell you how I met her, but anyway, I was just letting her know about my son and my condition. And we were talking about an interview and she started reading and then realized that she met the criteria for HEDS. And my heart bleeds for her because I mean, I, I've, I, I'm overjoyed, not overjoyed. I, I'm, I don't know her whole story yet. She's just texted me saying, you know, sent me a picture with her thumb bent backwards going, oh my gosh, you know, and I'm like, let me know if you need to talk, you know, I mean, because this is overwhelming, you know, I don't know if she's had medical issues. I don't know her like this, but I was just letting her know about my son and then she was doing due diligence and and reading about the illness because she was coming on as an individual that doesn't have this illness from the other side's perspective. And now I think she's found out she has this. And I feel I, I'm, I just, if I have helped her in any way, that's super cool. But if I've upset her or her, oh gosh, I just, I, so I need to talk with her. So I'm just, my mind's all over the place. Like it was yesterday. Oh, welcome to my world. So <laughs> that's why they don't let me have energy drinks. But I told my husband when I was standing in the shower, grabbing the bar, you know, to hold on, I said, I feel like now, now remember, I've told you this each time and I've got to ask my mother this, if I was ever in an auto accident and just don't remember it, or was I younger, or did she, did did somebody drop me as a baby? I don't know. Maybe that's my problem. I was dropped on my head. Oh gosh, my son, I will tell you this because I've never told anybody this. 
but y'all keep a secret, I hope. My baby boy was on the couch, and this is like why I no longer will do something. I, I, I no longer, like, I do not multitask well, and I don't even attempt it anymore. My baby boy was not more than a couple weeks old, and my mother-in-law was talking to us at the time, and she called me, and I had her on the phone, and my son was, you know, lying on the couch, and it, it was more like he was a couple months, actually, because I was on maternity leave, and I had C-section, so it was towards the end of that, and I stood up, and I turned around and looked, and my son had rolled off the couch, and I was like, <gasps> and from that point on, I became, I, I, I was so worried. I didn't want to tell my husband. I did. I was so afraid I had damaged our baby. I'm going, oh my gosh, I've broken my child. Oh my gosh. But if my mother dropped me or something, I hope she tells me because maybe that's I can find out what's wrong with me. But getting back to my point because there is one, is that the trauma that I know about, I have been able to attack. The truck running over my foot. The canoe incident. Why does a girl take canoe when she's deathly afraid of water and decide to be my partner? I'll never know. But the horrible bruise that was on my leg that chopped off my cellulite fat and created this humongous lump that I could never get rid of. The dent in my buttock, my left butt cheek, my bum, that I'm trying to cover all the bases now that, you know, nine countries, I, I'm trying to learn the, the lingo for everybody. <laughs> I'm not trying to insult. I'm just trying to have fun because... I'm in so much pain. Uh, but the indentation that the doctor said, oh, you have to live with. I I know those traumas. And then my shoulder surgery and my C-section. Oh, gosh, as I just keep going on. But yes, every every trauma that has occurred to my fascia, I can feel. Well, I know to attack those areas. But the, like my neck, I have no idea why my neck is so bound. And for some reason, for the past couple of days, I just, holding my head up is an issue. And my, I start moving it and, and bending it and making all these weird things with it. And it hurts. It hurts at the back of the base of my head. And then it's hurting underneath my jaw. And I'm feeling, and I think there's, I, I feel like there's adhesions still right right where my jaw goes, right behind my ear, going down to my neck. And it's quite painful. And that's what I think is causing the pain for underneath my jaw. But I told my husband, I said, I'm back to the lying flat position. Now, many years ago when this hit me, like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't sit up. Then I couldn't lie down. I couldn't have the sheets touch my body. And right now, I'm kind of going through that. I believe, just as I have gone through, remember, patience, perspective, and we are learning together. But I truly believe that my body is unraveling the way it started. Does that make sense? So, 
when this started for me, the minute I couldn't lie down flat, somebody should have taken me more seriously. It's a shame we didn't have a fasciologist back then, but now we know, and now you know. Okay, that's the whole reason for this. I mean, there's many reasons that I do this show. I want to talk. <laughs> I want somebody to pay me to talk. I miss my job. I want to educate people. I want to help people. But I really think that if you can attack this head on, you won't lose your abilities even more. Have you not noticed with this illness that as you go further and further down that rabbit hole. Certain body parts don't work like they used to. The toilet, the toilet. Aha, there we go. When my husband and I were just talking about this the other day, we were talking about the toilet lid. We have... We've gone up in the in the world of toilets. We we bought those uh, toilet lids that don't slam down. Like you, it's fun for us. Like we'll push it down and we slowly watch it go down. <laughs> you know what I'm talking. That it's sad. So little humors me, and that humors me. So we we bought those fancy little toilet seats, and for some reason we're replacing them. And I'm like, well. I guess because they're being used more. There's two men in the house. There's one woman, and I'm not lifting it up. And so I'm thinking it's it's on a hinge. It's going up and down, up and down, up and down. And I was like, you know, when I lived alone, and even when I had roommates before I got married, I never remember buying as many toilet seats as we've had to buy since we've been together as a couple because they break. And I have no idea why. And I don't know if it's, are they made? I mean, are they, it's it's like you buy a $3,000 refrigerator now and it lasts seven years. You know, I had a washing machine that was 20 years old passed down to me, you know, that had already been through two people and I expected to get 20 years out of it and was upset if I didn't. And now you're lucky if you can get five or six years out of a new appliance. But last night, I looked and I said, ah, we need to clean around the toilet lid. And I had to ask my husband because I can't flip the little lid that it, that hooks on to the, the rim of the toilet so you can pull the toilet seat back and clean around the the, where the hinges are. So I had to ask, he says, why are you doing this? I said, I just, I'm, I'm up. I want to clean the toilet. He's like, okay. So he, I don't have the strength to lift the lid to, to lift the little snaps in the back. So he lifts it and then I pull it back and then I clean around it, you know, the little foam and bubbles, they make me happy. And then clean around it and then I put it back and then I scrub the toilet and everything. I was so excited. And then we were just trying to figure out how come, you know, we've had to replace the toilet seats so frequently. And then I thought about it, you know, your arms, your hinges. Yes. I take go to toilet seats to body parts. Your elbow bending, your knee bending, all your joints, the joints that bother us because of this illness are being used so much. Are you noticing that they're not 
as usable as they used to be. Maybe they're, they're tightening up. You're slowing down, things like that. Well, that's what was happening to me over, what was it, we're 2023, and that was 2011, so what is that, 12 years? Yeah, 12 years ago. So when this all started for me 12 years ago, my hinges in my body, a.k.a. the joints, were starting to slow down, but nobody took me seriously. And the fact that I couldn't lie down flat for a while became a problem and nobody took me seriously. And then the fact that I could only lie down, I believe that is when my fascia was starting to go into overprotection mode. And I believe that is when the adhesion started forming and getting worse. Because now I am feeling it kind of unwind. It's like I am reliving all of the trauma my body has been through. But I'm trying to find the positive here. And I feel like that is, you know what? Once you can get these few out, you might feel balanced. And then you'll be in control again. And you can watch your posture. You can work on correcting things. Whereas right now, I I can't get a grip because I'm so out of whack. It's like my left side has been unbound, but it takes 48 to 72 hours. And now I'm thinking even a little bit longer for the muscles that were underused and atrophied because your hinges weren't working properly. I really feel like they were just binding with fascia. And now I feel like my body is going through all of the trauma that it did in the beginning so that it can release. Relax and release is what I'm thinking. And maybe I'm all over the place and maybe I'm wrong, but we'll find out. I'm working on it now the best that I can, but I see my fasciologist on Tuesday. I'm like, if you've got a cancellation, I'm pleased, you know. But this is a miserable feeling. The pain is intensified, but I think I kind of have figured it out, at least for me, that the pain that I had when this all started I am feeling now, but I'm feeling it as if I'm saying goodbye to it. And I'm not, I I know that might just sound all weird and everything. And you're thinking, oh gosh, this girl's crazy. Tune in tomorrow. But this is how it was when it started. And I have not been like this in 12 years. Honestly, I have not had episodes where I couldn't lie down flat or sit up for quite some time. So I just, I feel like I've just got to get through this little bit of discomfort. It's a heck of a lot of discomfort, honestly. Uh, and it's, it's you know, miserable. I'm, I'm only comfortable lying flat 
and you can't do but so much. Well, you can do some things lying flat, but do I really want to do that right now? I don't think so. I just want to lie here, and it's like you're you're miserable because what what you know it's hard to to pay bills this way it's hard to you know it's sometimes you just want to have a little bit of a pity party don't you but i'm trying not to trying to find a positive and i'm trying to get going and and i do find that you know like i said i got up and i had to lie back down and i feel like i'm recharging and i'm ready to try to do a second start of my day and that'll be to get my son and then I'm going to bring some paperwork with me because I'm getting real excited because Axel Bolin I'm supposed to record with him I hope I don't call him Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop oh that will be so embarrassing now that I've said it oh my gosh it's in my head Axel Bolin Axel Bolin I've got to make sure I do this right this is like I mean this is big time to me because I mean He's giving piddly old me the time of day, and I'm podcasting live from my bed. <laughs> Stranger things that happen. But I just wanted to share that with you, that yes, we're buying toilet seats more frequently, but I started thinking about the, oh, my toilet's clean now, I was real happy, but I feel like we're using our our joints and the hinges and things like that in our bodies and as they tart start they tart as they start tightening up we need to start working on our fascia in that area in that joint the sooner the better because that's the best way i can explain what's happening now so far i've been right i told you i thought it was fascial adhesions in my nose and I was right. I, I think I'm right on this. I, I really, really do. Because I am now remembering the intense pain that I had so many years ago when this started. And we didn't know what it was. Now that we do know what it is, I, I'm hopeful. I'm truly hopeful. And... I am just going to keep positive. I'm going to keep thinking. I'm going to work on it. I am going to hopefully, once this massive adhesion gets out, because I can feel it, and you can actually see it uh, in my armpit. Normally, you can't really see them. And I've shown pictures where they're they're in my stomach, you know, where it looks like something's coming out of my stomach. Um, it's It's brutal. And, and trying to hold my head up, I, I just figured today, I'm like, why? Why should I? And, and tomorrow, I have, a, I have an, important, uh, an important event. My mother is, is coming tomorrow. And I, I want to be up for my mother. And so um, I, I, need, I need to not overdo it today. And I, I can't, I want so badly to go hang up the clothes that are sitting at the end of the bed that my husband washed but I can't do it because I have to physically be able to go pick up my son and then I have to be ready for tomorrow. So I am going to not be so hard on myself and I'm going to just think that soon this pain will hopefully be released. And that is why I ask you to work 
on your fascia before it stops working for you. I can feel the adhesions. I can see some of the adhesions now that we're getting to this point. And if I had known 10 plus years ago, I I could have maybe prevented my body from stopping. And that's what I hope to do for you. So I hope this has been a little bit helpful. I hope you enjoyed your time with me today. And I thank you for taking the time to share your day with me, your evening, your morning. Thank you so much. I'll look forward to chatting with you tomorrow. Until then, if you're in pain, I hope it's minimal. If you are having an up day, outstanding. And if you're working on your fascia, double thumbs up. Thank you so much for listening. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.